Well, good morning, Tom. Good morning, Alberto. That's right. I am Alberto. And I am Tom. And this is Pardon Me Butler. The show where we like to remind you twice what our names are. And who we are. It's important to know who your hosts are uh, as we take you through this uh, audio kind of journey today. With our soothing voices to send you into relaxation as you cruise down the highway. Yes, we make you fall asleep with our very boring podcasts. Yeah. The Calm app. Download today for someone else to get paid. Not officially sponsored. Not yet. Anyways, thank you, Tom, for that wonderful introduction. Uh, Today, we decided we're going to talk about obscure world records, because nothing really says humans have way too much free time on their hands and peace is an unnecessary construct than these obscure world records. Because, trust us, there are some very, very obscure ones where you kind of think, like, why? Who thought they wanted to just try this? And how many were they just, you know, thinking, okay, I just want to be in the Guinness World Book of Records. I mean, what can I do to do this? This really makes me nostalgic for sort of medieval times, right? Where it's like... (laughs) Oh, yes, I I remember the medieval times well. You were you were either like a serf, so your whole existence was trying to survive and you know have enough potatoes, like surfing uh, the wave of society. Yes, exactly, surfing the lower classes, <laughs> <laughs> or you were like, uh, you know, an, an illiterate princess, or some sort of like knight. But you know, pe- people had purposes then, right? Mm. Like they had very. And it was all about surviving, and life was very dangerous, and there were all kinds of plagues and stuff. Now it's like life is so boring that people come up with these, like, bizarre records to set. Like, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's... We, we haven't even found, like, we didn't do that an exhaustive of a search. But I'm sure there's people that are like, most time spent in bed. Oh, God. Oh. But there's, there's got to be that, right? Like, yeah. long, Just even longest the, time of like, never doing anything interesting. My God, that that is a horrific thing to think of. Like someone just not doing anything for years. Like the grandparents in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Oh God. They, they, pro- they probably they, had the world record. They probably inspired someone to I try think, for the world record. I, I think there were multiple records there. I mean, you had like, you know, brattiest kids. Um, you had most insane businessmen. You had most disgruntled slave labor force. Well... Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, 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 just uh, whiffing here. Just, yeah. Uh, just riffing. Um, yeah, you had laziest uh, people ever that just stayed in bed all day, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it was, it was, I don't know, in many ways, perhaps that was a pioneering novel. Perhaps it was, just realizing that you could do all these weird, wacky things and get your, well, it's about to be about a minute of fame on this podcast for doing this, so... Like, yeah, you know, per person, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, per person. So let's let's go through our list, uh, and we'll share not just what the records are, but who achieved them, perhaps when, and uh, maybe some some witty witty comments, <laughs> witty banter, witty banter. Yeah, exactly. Aren't you raising expectations there? Yeah, sorry, I meant to keep the expectations very low. It's not like we've been doing this for a year and a half. I know, well, I, does, I just like to keep expectations low with everyone in my life, you know? Right, that is a fair... Then, then they just end up pleasantly surprised. Maybe in, in, their, in their world, you're the record holder for that. <laughs> for, the, for just surprisingly Lowest expectations. expectations. Yeah. Maybe so, maybe so. Well, that was how I got marked at school a lot, with surprisingly exceeds expectations. 
You went to Hogwarts? I did, I did. <laughs> um, so anyway, first up. One, the fact that they specified female for this, but largest hula hoop spun, which came in at 17 feet and a quarter inches in diameter, that is. So if you imagine, that's like... If you just take someone who's like 5'10 and put three of them, like lie three of them down, that was how big this hula hoop was, which is a bit insane. Like, I don't even know how they could possibly keep that going, you know? Yeah, I really don't know. And uh, the, the photo I saw was that she was in her front lawn. But yeah, this was achieved in uh, November of 2018 um, by uh, Getty Kayova. Don't know her, haven't met her, but I suppose another fellow American that's, you know... Out there winning gold medal in uh, useless crap. <laughs> and the fact that it was in the US, I feel as though you say in her front lawn, only the US suburbs will have lawns large enough to hold a 17-foot diameter that's, hula hoop. That's the thing. Unless you're in, like, Russia, Australia, or the US, no one, no, maybe a Canadian somewhere. No, no one else so, has a chance of beating this record. I was going to say, yeah, maybe this is some, like, Malcolm Gladwell outlier stuff where she was just in the perfect situation that allowed her mm. to carry this out, the U.S. suburbs. Yeah. Which, you know, is the perfect situation for, you know, many people to just waste their lives. Well, I would like to meet her because, you know what they say, the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. It's a time-tested uh, strategy, that. It's very true. It is. So our sec- second record that we're going to look at is most drum beats in one minute using a drumstick prosthetic, which is so obscure and so bizarrely niche, it shouldn't even be a record. That's like, how many eggs can someone named Alberto cook in 32 seconds? Like, yeah. it's, just, it's so and niche, it doesn't count. When you hear, like, a drumstick prosthetic arm, like, you're thinking that there's some machinery involved, so surely they could just code it to go faster, you know? Yeah, it's like, we took a machine and we stuck it on a guy. Like, yeah, that's not a record. We changed speed from 10 to 12. Yeah. Here we go, another new world record. What is the point? So this was achieved by a guy named Jason Barnes. And by the way, it was 2,400 drum beats in one minute. That is quite insane. That is quite a lot. Um, But Jason Barnes uh, in Atlanta, Georgia in July 2018. But literally, it's just not impressive, is it? No, so that was like 40 beats per second then. And you just got to think like... That's such a slow... Oh, sorry, I was going to say that's such a slow song. I was was like, that's 40 beats per minute. (laughs) That's totally different. But then you just think, what would that even like sound like? You know, like 40 beats per second. Is it just like, you're not going to be able to distinguish between each of the different beats, surely. So it's just going to be like one constant hum of, of drum noise. A drum hum. Yeah, a drum hum. Humdrum. Humdrum. That's where that comes right. from. Right. Where does doll drum come from? Play it, playing it with not a prosthetic arm, but with a doll. Yeah, Perfect. yeah, yeah. Just take an American girl doll and just bash her against a bass drum, and that's that's the <laughs> doll drums. If you're like, if I'm already reached that stage in my life, we certainly are in the doll drums. <laughs> well, we do have a couple of records coming up by, you know, we've gone through the US. Now mm-hmm. there's a, a couple from the UK, which, you know, I feel an incredible amount of pride from. I don't know if it's this or, like, our 2012 performance at the Olympics, which ranks higher, but um, this is the largest collection of Transformers memorabilia with 2,111 items achieved by Louis Giorgio. 
is how I'm pronouncing mm. that. Mm. May 11th, 2017. So that's when I guess he set the record or it was recognised as a record. Mm-hmm. But you would think he's surely bought things since then. Also, largest collection of Transformers memorabilia, 2,111 items. Was there someone that previously had the record at like 2,100-ish? Yeah. Because that's still a lot of crap mm. to have. Yeah. I realize I've just got very loud there, but <laughs> it is absolutely ridiculous. What happens if he was to like, imagine if he sold all of them to someone else except for one. And then it was like, just so then technically I still hold the record for at any point in time I had the largest number. But this is what people are wasting their resources on. Transformers memorabilia. Yeah. This is why we have a climate crisis. Think, think about how large of a room needs he needs to have to store all of this, do you reckon? Because it surely, or maybe he just needs a museum. Like, he just turns his home into a museum and he has, like, uh, like a sleeping bag he rolls out or something. Because I imagine this guy probably has everything in, like, a box, in, like, a special oh, yeah. tag, you know? It's not just, like, a pile of crap. Yeah. Which is what it really is. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite word today. Just crap. It's a pile of, it's going to be a pile of well-presented crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the next one we have from the UK as well is one that I think is unnecessarily dangerous. Right? Nice. And one where I, I think this is the one that has actually confused me the most as to how someone has managed to do this. How do you even think of this one? Yeah. So most apples held in own mouth and cut by a chainsaw in one minute. Ah, I thought I read it as apples all at once, but clearly it's one apple in, cut with a chainsaw, take the apple out. Yes. And what? Right, seriously, who thought I wish to cut an apple with a chainsaw while holding it in my own mouth? Like, did they just not have a knife? I think it's, I think it's really the world record for the man with the most to lose <laughs> when he's trying to set the record. Because it's like, imagine if he gets his... I don't know if he's the one cutting. I imagine someone else is, but... If was, he is cutting, then that takes it to a different level. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, so it was set by this guy named Johnny Strange, who I think is some sort of performer type. Like, he does, like, like a daredevil or something like that. I was going to say, it's otherwise a very... That would be one of those cases where, like, the name just really suits the the man, you know? Where it was like, what came first? Like, he was named Johnny Strange. It was like, I am now destined to to become this type yeah, of person. Yeah. Or if it was like, he, he just became this type of person. It was like, oh, what a great name I happen to have. But then again, you know, if it could be a stage name or something. I believe it's a stage name. Mm. Once again, this is the podcast where we research, but it's <laughs> poor research, right? So it's, we're not it's, really... It's half-assed internet research is what it is. Yeah, but it's more than you do. As a listener. So, you know, we're technically yeah. blind leading the blind, right? We're educating you. If anything, you know, you can go away and think, well, this was some really great stuff. I want to mm-hmm. learn more. You can go to the Guinness World Book of Records website and just flick through. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Like and, and, you know, uh, if you're interested in learning more, we've got great episodes in the past about politics, about uh, your organs. Mm. So a lot of stuff that you could learn, you know, if you decide to listen to us the supremely unqualified way. Maybe, that, maybe that's it. This is the podcast with the world record for most poorly researched but slightly informative episodes. I think so, yeah. I quite like that. I think we should try to submit that. We need a rebrand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's get Guinness up in here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we have to drink a pint of Guinness 
before the end of the episode each time. See, that's that's what I'm wondering. Is it really the Guinness Book of World Records and it's sponsored by Guinness? <laughs> Someone in Ireland in like 1921 was like, right, I think that's around the time they became a new country. Um, we need to get on the world map somehow. Everyone just thinks that we were like some island that's colonized by Britain. Let's create a Book of World Records and that'll be the Irish claim to fame. I really, I, I think that might have been a genuine thing. That and leprechauns. It sounds true. Yeah, I feel like for Ireland, like this, leprechauns, and then, yeah, well, Guinness is mixed in there. I feel so they are there. That's what you think of when you think of Ireland. And Potatoes, also good accents. shamrocks. Good accents. Uh, a lot of rain, a lot of clouds. No, that, that just could be anywhere in the UK, you know. UK and Ireland. Well, most like of... whole region. I mean, what were the things you said about Ireland? Oh, that I was, was like... Leprechauns. Like leprechauns okay. and... Not yeah. real. And, and what else? Shamrocks? You said shamrocks. I said shamrocks. I said nice accents. Okay, well, you could say that about anywhere in the UK, too. Really? Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it should have been clear. I'm not saying anywhere. <laughs> Select locations. Select locations that just don't include Grimsby. Um, I don't know. I've met some Irish accents that are not very nice, so... Yeah, I suppose anywhere, like, you know, because... Pretty much anywhere you go, then there'll still be like that subset of the town where you could walk through and it's like, are they even speaking the same language as I am? Where the yeah. accent is like so thick and just highly embedded with like local slang, you know? That's the thing, right? Because except for, and we're really deviating here, but except yeah. for being written, like a language in its in its true original sense is really a spoken form of communication, right? It's completely I, oral. So we're really not speaking the same language if they can't understand the sounds that we are making. Yeah, and there's this whole thing where it's like, um, so you know if, so say if I was to listen to someone speaking in Vietnamese, to me it sounds like, you know, this constant string of, of noise really that, I, like, you know, there's different like pitches and sounds, but there's no real meaning I can get from that. But right. like obviously, so say if they've never been introduced to English, they would hear the same thing. But mm-hmm. when I hear someone speak English... I can detect, because I'm expecting, the different words. So I can almost hear the different pauses in between the words. But that's something that our brain puts there. So, you know, if, so it's the same thing. that If we were to learn Vietnamese, then we would start hearing the pauses between the words. Because when yes, you, I when, do believe if you learn a language, you understand how to listen to but, it. But I mean, like, if you were just to record it, all of them, in terms of if you were to look for like frequencies and amplitudes in the sound, it would all be pretty consistent in terms of just it will look like a, a string of just, like, unending noise. But it's only when you start learning the language and stuff where, you know, our brains put those pauses in there. So even though, like, an English person might think, oh, well, to everyone, it'll, they'll be able to really hear these distinct um, gaps in between the words that we're saying. But it's when... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, 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 that checks out. That's a bit of a deviation. But, alas, let's, let's move on to the next guy from Luxembourg, eh? Oh, Luxembourg. Which, I mean, th- this, this, I think this world record is just enough of a reason for Luxembourg to keep existing and stay on the map. Because yeah. aside from being a, a tax-efficient locale... There's some cracking bakeries, I've heard. Oh, well, that's new information to me. Well, L- Luxembourg has grown in leaps and bounds in my eyes today. <laughs> um, so this record was set by a guy named um, George or Georges Christen. Uh, Longest distance keeping a table lifted with teeth. With your own teeth, I suppose. Not, <laughs> not just holding some other teeth and then using those as, like, teeth gloves. Yeah, but this is... 
this is kind of mad. So he ran 38 feet in eight inches, carrying a 26 pound table and a 110 pound woman sitting on it in his mouth while he was in Madrid in February 9th, 2008, which this is kind of just insane. You know, that sounds so painful. The the man in Spain runs mainly with his teeth on the plain table. Is that the rhyme? I believe that's how it goes. That, the famous rhyme. It should be. It yeah. should be. But again, why on earth would you do this? Also, what the hell is wrong with your teeth? Like, yeah, that, that is that some is weird teeth. And some insane neck strength. Yeah. We're, we're talking, what, 136 pounds? Yeah. What's that? Like, I don't know, about 60 kilos or so. Mm-hmm. What, what, what on earth? I know. It's just, like, incomprehensible. Again, why do people... Why? 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 <laughs> if, we, if we lived 80 years ago, this guy would have been a great soldier. Yeah. He was... Something he, to live for. Now he's running around with a table in his teeth. He'd probably Honestly, be known why, as, like... Why exist? The biting baron of Luxembourg or something, you know? <laughs> the biting baron of Luxembourg. That's his, like, dating bio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because who, who was... Who's that 110-pound woman sitting on it? Obviously his girlfriend or wife. Yeah. What? what? Who just really appreciates his clear... <laughs> the clear strengths he has with his mouth. I mean, what girl would be like... Yeah, mom, so I'm, I want to bring home my boyfriend, you know. What does he do for a living? He runs around with tables in his teeth. I mean, isn't that what every girl wants? Oh, this is where I'm is. going wrong, clearly. Yeah, my, I, think you need, I think you need some obscure world record to put on a dating profile. My, my dentile strength is not where it needs to be. <laughs> uh, well, well carry, carrying on carry to our on. wonderful list of... Um, Freaks and weirdos that we love, that we love, we accept and love yeah, all. Especially because this woman from England as well. Oh, um, yes. From West Putford. Yes, this Anne Atkin with the largest collection of garden gnomes and pixies. So she has this four acre gnome reserve with 2,042 gnomes and pixies. She got barely pipped by the Transformers guy with his 2,100 oh. uh, figurines. If she only had another hundred, then it'd easily be like, you know, just memorabilia or something. I guarantee you the two of them have met up and filmed some freaky snuff films of of the gnomes double teaming some Autobots. Oh my God. For sure. That, that's a terrifying (laughs) That's what people in the UK do these days. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm really loving that thought. That was a, (laughs) you know what, whatever floats your boat, man. (laughs) Well, that was in March 2011, and, you know, I think it kind of just really shows what those, like, Southwest English people do, you know? That, that's it, right? That's, like, what rural people do with way too much time on their hands. And this is clearly, like, I don't know, some sort of origin story for Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. She, Snow White was a record holder in, like, uh, this, this West Putford, England town in, like, the year 1272, <laughs> and she had seven little dwarves, and they were, like... Oh, that's the lady that's always walking around with those dwarf figurines. Yeah. Spawned a legend. It really did. I think I think when we, like in a few hundred years from now, there will be some animated Pixar or Disney film mm. uh, or something that will be like, uh, Anne and the 2042 Gnomes. <laughs> There'd be an evil witch with an apple and all kinds of everything. Yeah. Well... It wouldn't be an evil witch with an apple. It'll be an evil man with apples in his mouth getting caught by chainsaws. 
<laughs> this is the worst timeline. Like, just all these people getting to meet one another. Imagine that. Well, I mean, this next guy... be like guy, going to a carnival. <laughs> well, this next guy, to be honest, is like... I feel as it would be a welcome introduction. And this is the guy with the longest career as an ice cream man. So, this is a guy, Alan Gans, who had been selling it for 67 years in counting, starting in 1947. So, clearly, this went through to 2016, right? Okay, but this is... He's, when did he start? How old was he? He was 10. Okay, so if we're going to cheat with child labor laws being <laughs> broken, then obviously, you know, come on. That's not a fair record. Yeah. Ah, so yeah, this is a good point. So if he only start, bought his own ice cream truck in 1977, then shouldn't that really be, you know, a 37-year career? So I'm sorry, he turned 40 years old, and after spending 30 years of doing nothing but selling ice cream, he finally earned enough money to buy an ice cream truck. How expensive are these? That's some real meltdown economics right there. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any truer sign the American dream is just completely dead? Like, you you work for 67 years, and you still are an ice cream man? Like living, that, that, that's the modern economics for you. That is living the Massachusetts dream right there. Wait, hang on as well. Massachusetts. Yes. Not known as the warmest of, of the states. No. <laughs> so, You've got so many months out of the year where they get these This famous... is why it took him until he was yeah. 40, because he had about two and a half months where he could actually sell ice cream. You know? I mean, I guess he's got sort of unlimited supply with all the snow, so he could just use that. <laughs> Oh no! The, Which the I know does not snow, go into no, ice just, cream. It's right just now. nicely flavored snow. Like yeah, <laughs> this I, one tastes of pineapple. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I hear ice cream, man, I just keep thinking of this episode I saw of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. Oh yeah, <laughs> where like some guy, maybe this is inspired by this. He basically lives forever with his youth, or some long period of time, whilst maintaining his youth because he sold his soul to the devil. And in and what he does is he um, murders children. Oh, as a, as an ice cream man. Okay. So now when I'm like, how has this guy managed to have such a long career as an ice cream man? Maybe he sold his soul to the devil, and he just stays alive. And he's a pedo. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. He clearly loves his job for a reason. Mm. Yes. I'm not condoning any Concerning of this. Concerningly I'm just, so. Concerningly so. Well, this whole like selling your soul to the devil. To live forever young in exchange for killing children. At a certain point, if the devil was meant to be a fallen angel and stuff. Right. How, how did he get so twisted to the point where he'd be like, yeah, I just want you to just do this now. Like, you know, that kind oh, of no, thing. Oh, he, no, he wasn't, he wasn't saying that. Um, I think what it was was that in the story, yeah. the guy had already been a pedo. But then he didn't want to go to hell yet because ah. he was going to like you know, suffer forever. Yeah. So there was some kind of thing where Lucifer was like, well, I'll just let you stay alive Mm. in return for, I don't know, some kind of, I don't know, servitude. It's all made up nonsense anyway. And that's another thing. If the devil punishes the worst people, then why is the devil getting all the bad rap? Because he's doing some real Old Testament, like, I'm telling you, if you, if you watch The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, they all worship the Tell devil. And, they're like, and, and it's fascinating because you see it almost from their perspective. And they're like, actually, the real God is a horrible, cruel uh, Yeah, he God. lets all this bad stuff happen to he, people. He lets all this bad stuff happen to people. He's actually a terrible. All of his supporters fight wars and murder people yeah. in his name. 
And so they're like, well, if you just actually say we worship chaos and, and you know, serve Lucifer, it's it's fascinating. I would I never would have thought that, like, this Netflix show about witches and stuff would have actually been interesting, but world record for most uh, interesting... Most pleasantly exceeded expectations of a TV show. Most pleasantly exceeding <laughs> expectations of a TV show. Uh, say that five times fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... Only, the, only a few more to go. Oh, yeah. Thinking of doing uh, things consecutively and, and rapidly. Pinky pull-ups. So imagine, like, you know, a pull-up with just your little fingers, which yeah. is insane. I think it sounds insanely difficult. How? But it, the most consecutive was achieved by... Well, you're the Italian here, so do you want to yes, pronounce the name? Yes, by Tazio Gavioli in Italy. Yes. Tazio Ravioli. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> most butchered accent <laughs> um, um he did 36 of these consecutively i know i can't do 36 regular pull-ups consecutively i can do about yeah eight and then i'm like Oof. yeah you know yeah. like a normal yeah well i'd say normal like someone that actually even works out you know i know and that's when i'm even like swaying a bit so but that's the thing if you're like my whole life is dedicated to one particular niche bizarre world record mm. would it be that hard to break I do wonder, If you yeah. dedicate your whole life to doing just one thing. So if I was like, I will dedicate my life to most consecutive hours playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. I could do that. Yeah, right? Like, if that's yeah. all you have to live for. Oh, actually, I was going to say most consecutive hours. Like, that would be... Think about all the lost sleep and stuff. Because surely you'd have to pass the 24-hour mark. But, okay, we're getting beside ourselves. Next week, tune in to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> final one we've got. Final one. And Once this... again, related to, yes, my wonderful uh, na- nation of Italy. Well, this is, not going to lie, out of all of the ones that we have here, this is the one that I feel I most realistically could challenge. And this is the fastest time to eat a bowl of pasta. And this was in 26.89 seconds by... Of course, someone from the US in Phoenix, oh. Arizona. Uh, Michelle Lesko is how I'm going to say that. Um, kind of like, you know, like Fresco Lesko. Fresco Lesko, that's, yeah. what, that's what they call her. And yeah. she did that in 2017, 18th of September. So maybe it was like, you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised um, if this was like, she got home after a night out of being in like freshest week of university. You know, September, you're about to go there. And she just inhaled pasta and people were like, damn. Well, we, that might we, be a world record. <laughs> I, th- I think a slight, slight change of the context. We would have already started uni like about a month before. But would you? Yes. In August, no doubt. Well, because we also graduate earlier. So, of course, yeah, yeah. Like May time. That's right. Um, but so I'm thinking it sounds like some sort of initiation into like a sorority. <laughs> like, yeah, welcome to the University of Arizona. Yeah. Now you need to scarf down this bowl of pasta in order to get into Tri-Delt. Well... Someone in the comments on the Guinness World Record page for this said, oh, very this confidently, real. yeah, yeah, very confidently said, I do today in 10.86. That's definitely like some 13-year-old just like shit posting online. Yeah, who's just incapable of any sort of grammatically correct <laughs> sentence. I do today in 10.86. <laughs> we do podcast today in 27.38. Uh, but, but seriously, I think... You know, this is definitely entertainment in its truest form. The fact that we've got all these people that just dedicate their lives to bizarre, pointless mm. activities. Um, so, you know, good good for them, I guess. At least we have something to talk about, you know? 
and bring to you, dear listeners, you're welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs>